Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply You're listening to the British Ice Hockey Podcast, available every week on britishicehockey.co.uk. Well, hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. And coming up on this week's show, we're going to be hearing from the brand new head coach at the Nottingham Panthers, Corey Nielsen. We'll be talking about the Women's Elite League with the Streatham Storm and we'll be catching up with the Paisley Pirates following some good results in the SNL. All of that to come on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. Well, hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. So, interviews with the head coaches at the Streatham Storm and the Paisley Pirates to come. However, we're going to kick the show off this week. There's only one place we could start and that's to the news that the Nottingham Panthers, following the departure of Gary Graham, have appointed Corey Nielsen, who returns to the club as the head coach of the Nottingham Panthers until the end of the season. And on Friday lunchtime, I caught up with Corey to hear how he was settling in back at the club. Thank you so much, Corey, for joining us and uh, big congratulations on your appointment. Uh, early doors on your return at Nottingham, but uh, how, how are you settling in? A little bit jet lagged. Uh, got in yesterday morning at 10, uh, time zone still in, in Utah. So um, a little tired, a lot of work um, to prep on the way here. Uh, working with Matthew Myers, he did a really good job of caretaking practice while I was away. This morning, we had a pretty good uh Pretty good skate, lots of meetings uh, about various points. And uh, yeah, getting, I'm a little tired. I was up at uh, 1.30 a.m., so um, a little fatigued right now. Well, with all that being said, Corey, a big thank you for joining us, we have to say that. Um, I mean, what's your initial assessment? I know, like I said, it is very early days uh, in your return at the club, but what's your assessment on the on the roster and, and how things are at the moment at the Panthers? Well, it was communicated to me that uh, the mood was down and obviously they were a bit sad from, you know, the run of play as of late. But, you know, I, I found them to be really engaged, quite 
diligent in their uh, details today. I thought their attention to detail was very good, and I thought they were, they were quite excited. I mean, I saw a lot of goals. Um, fours were scoring on our odd man rush stuff. Power plays looked pretty good. Just seems to be a new move. That happens at times when you bring in a new coach, um, and hopefully it'll continue. And uh, when you look at where Nottingham are in the league table, um, positional-wise, it's it's not too bad. I'm, I'm imagining points-wise, you'd, you'd like to be a bit closer towards Cardiff and Belfast. But you're in the quarterfinals of the Challenge Cup as well. So there's there's room there, isn't there, for, for optimism and, and improvement? Well, there's certainly room for improvement. I, I try not to get uh, too tied into you know, points and standings. I mean, I know it's a results-driven business, but uh, when you're coming in uh, at this stage as a as a new face, a new coach, um, the biggest thing initially is just to get the the team playing the right way. Um, and we're going to look uh, to focus on performance right now. Um, and I think, you know, if you run together a bunch of good performances, the results will come. And this might sound a silly question given your, your history, with the club and uh, all the silverware over the years in your in your previous tenure as a player and as a coach, um, why now? Why, why return back to the Panthers? Just opportunity, really. Um, you know, we we had spoken about this years past about uh, the hypothetical chance of me coming back, and you know, I wasn't ready. So you know, this time the offer came. I was you know still waiting on on something. There were some other things kind of along but uh you know i was in as i said i was in utah for a long time i miss miss the wife and and uh i've got some great some ties into this network this is not even my home so just wanted to come home and see friends family and it's uh you know the biggest thing is it's a club that i've been watching for five years now that uh has struggled and you know i think as a, a club or a, a coach person i feel like i i've improved uh, what I do, and I just want to come back and be part of the solution. And that um, experience that you've got of of silverware, it is something that you just want to continue all the time. So how, how keen are you to to get it back um, to to those days? But I mean, I, I don't think you're under any illusions about the challenge. But how keen are you to 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 get stuck in and make those improvements? Yeah, I think, I think the, the first focal point is is just to get the team playing the right way. What never gets said enough about, and I probably haven't said it enough, is um, when this team plays the right way, they play fast, they play exciting, aggressive, invested, and you see that passion, fans come see it. And when you know fans come to see it, uh, it really changes the energy. I remember in our championships season where we won everything, that uh, games were over in five, ten minutes. Uh, the crowd went crazy. And uh, that atmosphere really swallowed up opponents. And, you know, I've been I've been a part of that here for a number of years. And I remember going to Sheffield in those situations and their crowd was amazing at times. And it's really daunting and hard for opponents. I remember you know, when I was just a player going in there and that was tough. Um, so, you know, my my key right now, my focus point is just to get the team playing really attractive, a fun brand of hockey and I think if they're having fun and if they're working hard that tends to performing well and if they're performing well then that leads to a lot of wins and, and you mentioned Sheffield there that takes us to uh the, the first the first game the, this weekend uh Sheffield awaits one of the as you know one of the landmark fixtures on the elite league calendar it's uh certainly certainly welcome back to the British game this one isn't it yep yeah <laughs> 
It's always always the same. Um, no, it's you know it's a it's a love hate relationship. We love the rivalry, um, and it's been a great rivalry, uh, and I've been blessed to be a part of it. It's been it's been fun, and it's been not fun um and that's and that's sport and that's why sport's so great because you see those tremendous highs and lows so uh yeah looking forward to it not gonna lie to you i wish you know we had a few more training sessions to prepare but uh again i just want uh, my guys to come out there and play hard play fast and and uh, do their very best and see where the chips fall and that's welcome to south yorkshire on, on sunday you've got welcome to nottingham hosting the storm how, how much are you looking forward to to that game uh, on home ice? Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting being back. I mean, I've been back for testimonials and things like that, and you know, it's been it's been great to see people. But uh, being back behind the bench in the pressure of doing this job and you know, a job that I love, it'll certainly be interesting. But uh, yeah, again, I just uh, it's early days, just trying to get this team you know going the right way. Absolutely. And and last question, Corey, uh, just about, obviously, jet lag, one training session and, and all that early doors in, in the, the league tenure. There's plenty of fixtures still left to go this season. Uh, how, how much are you looking forward to this challenge? Of course I am or I wouldn't be here. Yeah, it's uh, something that, you know, as I said, I was, you know, I was considering uh, for a while and it just came up and the opportunity was a good one. Man, I'm happy to be here and I'm looking forward to the challenge. Great stuff. Well, Corey Nielsen, the brand new head coach at the Nottingham Panthers, a big, big thank you for joining us this week and uh, all the best catching up with your sleep and all the best this weekend. Thank you. Brand new head coach of the Nottingham Panthers, Corey Nielsen there, joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. Let's go from the Men's Elite League to the Women's Elite Ice Hockey League now. And it's been three straight wins in the league for the Streatham Storm over recent weeks and uh, it seems like a good time to invite the Storm onto the show. So on Thursday, I caught up with the head coach of Streatham. It's a welcome to the show to Paul Sanders. Uh, well, Paul, a big thank you for joining us and uh, first things first, before we get to how the season's going more generally, three straight wins now in the league. I mean, it's going it's going pretty well at Streatham, I'm going to suggest. I mean, what's the mood in camp like at the moment? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, really positive across the club, really, because obviously we've got the elite team, we've got the, the second division team, we've got a development squad as well. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're fortunate to be experiencing a lot of success at the moment. So, yeah, it's just really positive. Um, there's a good atmosphere in the changing room, good atmosphere on the bench, good atmosphere at training. I don't think you can ask for more than that, really, at the moment. Seven goals scored in each of the last three matches, uh, so that's pretty good going. Yeah, definitely, and it's um, and they're coming from a good spread of players as well. It's not as if there's any one player who's sort of a ringer. It's um, goals that are coming across the board, which is is quite nice. Um, I mean, historically, I think for the Storm, goal scoring has been a bit of an issue at times. But last season and obviously going into this season, we seem we've done a lot of work on that, and things seem to be improving. Um, again, across the board with all the all the all the teams involved with the club, it was a, a bit of a, a slowish start. Obviously, you you take it on Guildford and and you got a yeah. tie against Kingston. But this this recent run, what's it all down to? This this good vibe at the moment. We were fortunate enough to to bring in a player coach um, as a head coach of the elite team this season called uh, Jamie Andrizzi. Really experienced player from Canada. Played for the club for a lot of years. 
um, a lot of coaching experience and I think it's done the, the elite team in particular um, a lot of good having her, having her as someone who's been a member of the club as a player and is obviously now a player coach and um, that's really helped um, we've been really looking at um, how we play some more systems again across the club so when we call up players from the lower divisions in the club and um, to the elite team they, they, they know the, how we play the player style already um, so I think there's it's not so much of a of a big leap and a shock when when these players do get a, ch- a chance to play with the elite team. And I think, to be honest, in in general, it's just people are enjoying the hockey. We do try and foster a really enjoyable environment for the for the players and for the coaches. I mean, we're you know players pay, play and we volunteer, so we're all only there for the enjoyment. So we're going to make sure that's a big factor in the you know the, the week to week running of the club, really. And obviously, these next two games are home games. Um, I think mm-hmm. we had the we had the men's team on last week, um, the the Red Hawks. That that whole facility there at Streatham. Um, I mean, it's fantastic, isn't it? Oh, it's great. Yeah, it's a long history of having ice hockey in Streatham, but the old rink got got knocked down a few years ago now. Um, but yeah, so obviously we got replaced with this this big Olympic size rink on top of the Leisure Centre, and it's it's great. I mean, I've been I've played ice hockey for a lot of years, and it's rarely I go to an ice rink um, or ever been an ice rink where you've got a choice of about five or six changing rooms. Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you're lucky if there's one one room big enough to fit your all team in <laughs> so it's um yeah no so it's really good facilities it's a really good location as well um being just down straight high street so it's quite it's quite accessible because we've got players come from all over all over london and outside of london you know we, we've got quite a quite a large geographical area we cover in terms of our player populace so so it's um, it's quite handy having it somewhere like Streatham where you can get trains there pretty easy you know, but yeah, that's no, a great, great, great ring, great ring. I'm coming out the, the other side of COVID as well. Um, obviously, <laughs> obviously, that that old period of time was was disruptive for everybody. It was, uh, it was and, challenging, and, and, yeah, and for the sport. Uh, but yeah. based, based on this interview here, Paul, uh, and and the facilities and, and everything like that, there's optimism for the future. Uh, for oh, de- definitely, definitely. I mean, I mean, just just in regards to your comment about COVID, um, I mean, obviously we suffered a lot of a lot of difficulties, the same as most other clubs did. Um, we lost a lot of players; people didn't return. Ice time was an issue coming back on reduced timetables. All this impacted on on what we could offer as a club to the players, and obviously, you know, as a club how we could perform you know um what we've done as a conscious thing though is put a lot of effort into our grassroots level um in terms of, like develop the development section of the club um so off the back of covid because that obviously supports to bring bring new talent through like new players even if it's just if even if it's just somebody who's coming to the game at 35 years old or 40 years old and they just want to give it a go at least we can offer that so so we're, we're fortunate as a club off the back of covid to have been able to sort of put ourselves quickly in the position where we can cater to literally all levels of, of, of ability for women's ice hockey. So, and I think that that's kind of put us in a very good position because it's attracted a lot of a lot of new players to the club and the fact that we can do that. I mean, I think, I think coming back from COVID, we probably had 20 registered players, if that, in the club. <laughs> um, and, and within about four months, three, four months, we got went up to over seventy um, across across the three across the three areas. You know, I mean, some people are just players that come down to train; they don't necessarily all play. But across the developments, the the league two and the elite team, yeah, I mean, I, I, we've got we've got well over seventy players, and, and that was quite soon after COVID, really. So, so we just put a lot of effort into to sort of get back to where we needed to be, really. 
No, brilliant stuff. All, all, all credit to the club. And, and yeah, that's that, that must be brilliant, really, for everyone involved. That um, yeah, just to see that that level of growth and opportunity available. It, it is, it is, and I think that's where I think that's where a lot of the positivity in the club comes from. It is. I mean, I mean, everyone's going to say this about their own clubs, but it is a great place to be. Um, I mean, I, I've personally I've coached with the Storm for about I think I want to say six, seven years now. I was the head coach of the D one team for about four years, and I've been the head coach of the club for two years, nearly. Um, so it's like you know we're all volunteers. There's a reason I can, I can personally keep at it. It's because I really enjoy it. They're a great bunch of people to work with. And, and how, how good is it, Paul, as well, when you see um, a player, a young player, um, mm-hmm. developing at the club? And, and like you say, at all the tiers of the club, there's yeah. there's, a, there's an ambition to be playing the same style of hockey. Yeah, yeah, there is. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, it's, it's really good to see. It's a testament to the coaching staff we've got at the club as well, and and the infrastructure we've managed to build over recent years. Um, I mean, we, I mean, we've got a. We've got players who, who've played GB. We've got, we've, I mean, we've got, currently got an under eighteen um, Vivian who's played playing for the elite team. She came across from Guildford. Um, I mean, last couple of seasons we've had an under eighteen girl, Amy Robbery, who, who, who came up through the youth system. Um, you know, and, and at the moment we've got other prospects as well who were, who were sort of in, in the younger teens, which we're kind of give, trying to give enough opportunity and guidance to, so you know, to make them future prospects for the sport, really, so so they can be, become the adult players what are playing for the country, playing at the top flight. Uh, I mean, that's what we're, we're sort of aiming for, and that's what we're really working on. We do what we do. I mean, we don't have a youth team at Streatham um, with the Storm at the moment, but there is a youth club, so we do work with them where we can to try and you know promote more. Young girls to come through the spot. And one advantage you've got is you've got the. I mean, we spoke to Angela Taylor uh, yeah. a few weeks back ahead of the um, the Four Nations tournament that they were having. Uh, and you know, when you've got a player like Angela Taylor there, who's the head coach of the GB Under 18s, that, yeah. that must be <laughs> a bit inspiring as well. I'm going to suggest. Well, it's 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 absolutely fantastic. I mean, it was. Um... I mean, myself and Angela spoke spoke a few times leading up to it at a big decision to join join our club, um, beginning before last season it was. And um, then she was, um, I think she was heavily involved with the Harringay girls team, um, under 16s. Um, and, and now obviously she's been recru- she got recruited into the under 18s GB as the head coach, which is absolutely fantastic. And I have to say it's testament to Angela's experience and skill. She's very good at what she does, and she's um, and and she is re- a real inspiration to have. For our younger players and, and and some of our older players playing in the club and obviously being there, being able to share the ice with her, it's um, someone with that sort of caliber of experience. It's um, it is it is a it's a real asset to the club having Angela and um, and and uh, and I don't think it's lost on any of the players, particularly the younger ones that 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 she's a she's a good person to have around. But this goes back to what you were saying earlier about the the, the level of coaches and, and stuff like that, um, yeah. and the level of experience in in the, in the, on the roster. Um, that mm-hmm. that all bottled very well, doesn't it, for for yeah. this season? Yeah, it does. It does. I mean, we you know we as you say we had a little bit of a slow start. I think we um, we had a lot of changes um, over the summer, um, particularly with the elite team that included the coaching staff. Um, so I think we went into the season a little bit. A little bit of trepidation, if I'm being honest, um, and I think that's showed in that first Guildford game. However, since then we've kind of went from strength to strength and really focused on the things, what you know, on our own game rather than things that 
might not have went as well over the summer, that kind of thing, you know. Yeah, so it's um, yeah, it's really good. I think things are really positive. I mean, I do, I do think we've got some tough games coming up. We've got um, Solio this weekend, which uh, you know they're they're usually one of the contenders for the first place in the late league. So it's, um, I mean, that's going to be a tough game. And to, to be honest, it gives us a really good opportunity just to sort of measure exactly where we're at. Because I mean, we've played Bristol the last couple of the last games, and you know they're a quality unit of, of some really talented players there, but they are a little bit inexperienced in the league league and I think that's shown with them results um, not to take anything away from our performance but I think the real test is going to be when we're versing the likes of um, Soliol and the Queen Bees you know that's really going to give us a good measure of where we're at and um, you know and it sort of highlight anything we need to really work on and, so it's all, all, all the learning experience <laughs> and, and touching upon last season obviously last season I've getting to the playoff final um, but yeah. I mean how, how much does that spur the, the the club on to, to go yeah. on better this time round. Well, exactly, exactly. I mean, it's. Um, I mean, I think last season was the across the board for the two league teams. Um, it was the most successful season we've we've ever had as a club. So, so that was obviously you know a big boost for everybody, um, and again a testament to the, to, to the players and the coaching staff to get everyone there. So this season, I mean, realistically, with the elite team, you know, we're of course aiming to make a playoff spot. We'd like to finish high in the league to do that, and then we'll see where it goes. You know, I don't want to jinx anything, but you know, I, th- I think. We're, I think we're pretty in pretty pretty good place, um, and the, the the League Two team as well. Um, you know we're top of the league at the moment. They've only played a couple of games, but they've got games in hand over some of the other teams. The top of the league, I think we've. I think they've only let one goal in and scored 19 in the first two. So, I mean, for, for them this season, realistically, the goal is get promoted. So, we're, you know, we're looking at, we've got, we've got quite a high expectations this season for both teams, really. But I think they're well-founded based on last season's performance. It's been a cracky start, hasn't it, for, for the yeah, second team, yeah, that's, that's for sure. Um, just yeah. just looking ahead then to, to the matches, you've touched upon it already, but a busy couple of weeks coming up, isn't it, with uh, Solihull, a home game against Kingston and an away game yeah. uh, against yeah, yeah. Kingston. Um, so, how's the club shaping up heading into this busy uh, couple of weeks? Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, we're just doing the best we can to prepare, really, and then um, sort of treat each game game one at a time. Um, I mean, the problem you've got when you've got close fixtures where there's one every weekend, and when people players pick up injuries, things like that, because it can have an impact on on the the bench you can put out for the next game because it's not that time to rest and recover. However, I mean, they're they're, they're a great bunch of athletes, um, the Storm players, and I'm sure they'll they'll sort of put do their best. And um, and try and take as many points out of this game as they can. And uh, just a just a final question, Paul. Uh, I'm I'm looking at the the results page on the on the um, Streatham Storm website, uh, streathamstorm.net. By the way, uh, if you if you oh, if you listen to this interview and think, oh, I might, I might get involved. Obviously, <laughs> there's a lot of fixtures still left to play of the season. Um, yes, but I, a lot. How much are you looking forward to 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 what's what's left to come for for? for oh the Storm? yeah, I mean yeah, definitely. I mean. I mean, if we were both, if we both teams, were, both the elite and the Division Two team were sitting at the bottoms of the league, I probably wouldn't be quite as optimistic. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, as I say, we're you know, you look at the league tables, and even though it's quite early on, the elite team is sitting second, and the and the Division Two team is sitting top. Do you know? And it's like, and and, and I'd like to see that. I'd like us to continue this and, and and keep maintaining them them positions more or less. You know, so it's um yeah, every every game's a game we're going out to try and win. And uh, you know, and, and there's a lot of um, there's a lot of excitement in the club about 
really, you know, the, the real prospect of us potentially getting a, you know, getting the, the second division team promoted in the first division for next season. So when compete again, we can sort of raise the standards of hockey in the club. Oh, brilliant stuff. Well, Paul Sanders, head coach at the Streatham Storm, big, big thank you for taking the time out of your day to join us on this week's show. And uh, yeah, no keep, problem, up, keep up the excellent work and uh, all the best in the coming matches as well. Yeah, cheers, mate. Thanks for the opportunity to have a chat as well. Paul Sanders there, head coach of the Streatham Storm, joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. Let's go north of the border now and to the Paisley Pirates. And it's been a good set of results for Paisley in recent weeks, making it four games unbeaten now in both league and cup. And for a bit of a catch-up now with the Paisley Pirates, let's hear from their head coach. It's a welcome to the show to Ian Turley. Well, Ian, a big thank you for joining us. And uh, first things first, it's uh, it's a good run at the moment, Paisley are on. Uh, what, what's the mood like at the club? Uh, it's good to see, you know, it's quite um, relaxed. I think we're in a, you know, we're in a good place at the moment, you know, from where, we, where we've come from. I think, you know, now... I think we've played was it 11 or 12 games I think we're in so kind of settling in obviously all the new guys that have uh, have signed this year as well have settled in nicely um, you know the mood you obviously when you are winning you know the mood is, is pretty positive anyway so everybody's happy everybody's rolling at the moment Now within those um, results is, there's one cup victory but you've beaten the two teams above you in the league table currently in the in the Tigers and the Comets in, in recent weeks so what does that tell us about uh, where you are at the moment presently? No, I think you know we are in a good place. Um, you know, like I was saying there, you know, things are things are positive and they're moving in the right direction for us. I think probably in terms of where we're at right now, it's probably a bit slower than what we thought it would happen. But no, we're, we're definitely in a good place, and I think you know we have taken points off those teams. But if I'm honest, Ben, I think that's the way the league is this year as well. You know, the league is set up in such a way where on any given night, you know, if you you know, you take some time off, you, you're going to be punished for it. And I think we, with the league this year, there's, there's going to be times where, you know, people take points off of people that shouldn't be. Um, and, you know, the games are pretty competitive. I was going to ask you about how, how you, you're finding the league this season more generally, because obviously you've been, um, well, firstly, a player coach of, of Paisley, but now uh, a head coach for for many seasons. So you, you've you've experienced the past decade, basically, of, of the SNL. So how, how do you feel this, this competition is shaping up now, especially after the disruption COVID brought to the sport? Yeah, it's, yeah you're, you're right. It's um, The way the league structure is now is, you know, is where it needs to be. Um, obviously, we're now at two home, two away. Uh, I think, you know, that last year with the, it was a kind of still COVID-esque season was, was challenging, I think, for all the clubs. And then, you know, if we were, if we continued with the same format of playing, you know, league games one home one away and you know we're playing 16 games a season for me it's just not it's just not viable I don't think that to develop the league and push the league on it's you know it was the right uh, way to go uh, I think where we're at now where you know everybody's two home two away there's a lot more of a professional setup as a whole to the league and um, it makes it a lot more competitive and by default are just having more games you know teams are going to improve uh, the younger players coming through are absolutely going to benefit from that and, and improve as well. So I think the, the structure of the league is absolutely fantastic right now. Um, and, and, you know, hopefully it can continue and, you know, we, we grow on that. 
And on the subject of developing those younger players, um, I mean, to touch upon Paisley's setup, obviously it shares um, the Braid Centre with the Glasgow clan and there's a partnership there. Um, Facilities-wise, it's dynamite, isn't it, really? It's, it's golden. And the, the, avenues, the avenues and pathways are there for, for play development, that's for sure, at Paisley. Yeah, I think so. Now, you know, with we, we have a good working relationship with the, the clan and in terms of, you know, at the, at the high end, uh, the, you know, elite-level hockey... Um, and we also have a good relationship with um, and, and partnership with Lanarkshire Lightning, who so you know who are like the junior development, who then feed into our um, you know Lanarkshire Pirates on the 19s team, then into us, and then the the goal is that if we can develop younger players and move them on, then that's the you know that's the kind of ethos of what our club's about now. And just t- touching upon your own time as as head coach and, and player coach before that. Um, how, how much are you enjoying your, your time at, at Paisley? It seems like a club very close to your heart, to say the least. Oh, you know, I've been there a long, long time now. Um, and it's, it's, it's been a big, obviously for myself and my family as a whole, you know, it's been a it's been a big, big part of the last sort of, I don't know, you know, 15 years of, of, of my life, certainly. So I'm still, you know, I, I still have a hunger for it. Um, I'm still happy to be there. You know, I'm, everything I, I, about the club, I kind of, you know, I live and breathe, you know what what the club's all about. So we've had ups and downs, etc. But over the over the piece, I think the the positive experiences that I've had um, at this club have been absolutely fantastic. And a while ago uh, on this show, a couple of a couple of shows into this new series, uh, I had uh, an author on who's who's been doing the history of British ice hockey, and that history is uh, a big part of it. Is is the Paisley Pirates? It's it's a grand old name of, of British ice hockey, isn't it? So to have this this platform and this future that that we've touched upon here is very exciting, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we always try to be quite a traditional type of club as well and, you know, understand the the heritage and, and, and promote that, you know, from it's 1946, you know, we still wear that obviously on our, on our jerseys as well, that, you know, when the club was established and that looking at the past of... You know, there's been different ownerships and, you know, there's been different transitions of the club, you know, as would be of any club for that length of time. But for where we are placed right now in terms of the, the club and the pathway, it's it's, a, it's probably the most, I would say, in the last 20 years, it's probably the best position the club's been in, in terms of, you know, having a home at the Brayhead Ice Centre and, you know, having players coming through from the junior development at Lanarkshire Lightning. And then obviously we have the, you know, the clan playing out of the rink as well. So it's, a, it's certainly a great place to be. No, great stuff. Now to the immediate, obviously I, I, I can look at the league table. I know head coaches don't like to do that, especially in November. It's a ridiculous time to look at league tables. Uh, but uh, five points from top spot at the moment, uh, one point behind the Comets and, uh, you know, five points behind the, the top two, Aberdeen and, and the Tigers. How do you think things are shaping up? Because it it, it looks like it's uh, de- developing quite nicely. This this race up at the top of the division, and certainly I'm imagining you want to be a part of it. Yeah, I mean, everybody, Ben, everybody's still in the in the mix here. As I'm saying, you're now starting to see within some of the results um, some separation. Um, you know, because we're a dozen games or whatever it is in, we we're, we are starting to see that, but. You know, I still, like you said about obviously the coaches are not going to commit to saying anything, but I still do think at this stage, I think probably come um, the end of this this year, so you know, come December, uh, late December, you probably start seeing the guys who are you know legitimately going to be fighting for the top spot. I think, but I think there's probably still going to be a few surprises along the way. Um, we're probably a wee bit behind from where we wanted to be, like I was saying, but where we are placed at the moment, you know. We're, 
everybody within that sort of top four, five, and six, you know, it's still within their hands uh, as to where they want to finish in that league. Looking ahead to um, what's coming up down the track, obviously this weekend uh, you're on the road taking on Kilcoddy. One game at a time, but I do have to highlight the game, the first game of December where you're hosting the Dundee Tigers, which is a massive game. Um, but one game at a time, that, that game is only massive if you if you do well against Kilcoddy. So um, apologies for the wind noise, by the way, in the background. But what, what's your thoughts on, on these next couple of games for, for your side? No, I like calling Saturday night. It's, it's going to be a massive, it's a massive game. Obviously, they came um, into our building and turned us over, you know, quite convincingly. And um, they've they've had mixed results as well. But they're still a team that, you know, can play hockey. They've added some depth to their lineup as well. So no, they're they're a good hockey club as well. They're always there or thereabouts. Um, so obviously, you know, the, the kind of cliche statement, but they're not to be taken lightly. You know, and we're we're certainly not going to be taking them lightly. Um, I think we're a different team to what you know when we played them previously um but again we're playing them in their ranks so who knows what can happen so uh, just a, a final plug in just for the, for these matches but that home game against uh, the Dundee Tigers next weekend that's that's huge as well i mean how much are you looking forward to these next couple of games or so and and the remaining fixtures of the season as well yeah, well, obviously we spoke about the Kirkcaldy fixture there, but the Dundee Tigers, um, you know, we've <laughs> we've played them. It's, it's quite funny. So the last two encounters, to be fair, it could have went anyway uh, for both teams. Um, I think the first the first game, there was like a second on the clock in, in OT and they put the puck in the net and they get that one. And then obviously we play them in the cup and it goes to penalty shots and, you know, we win that one. So it's a, it's not a roll of the dice, but it's certainly it's a massive game for both teams on that day. Absolutely. And uh, just to uh, mention when that game's taking place, uh, it'll be next Sunday, uh, the 4th. Tickets freely available. Uh, get get yourself down there. Yeah, that's it. As I say, tickets are available um, just at the door anyway. You know, if you're not going to watch any other hockey and you're in the area, certainly get down. Absolutely. At Paisley Pirates uh, for, for more information. Uh, but uh, Ian Turley, head coach of the Paisley Pirates. A big, big thank you for taking the time out your Friday to join us on this week's show. Have a lovely weekend and uh, catch up very soon. Thanks very much, Ben. Ian Turley there, head coach of the Paisley Pirates, joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. And that's it for this week's show. A big thank you to all my guests this week for joining me. Remember, for all the latest goings on from the world of British Ice Hockey, you can visit the website www.com britishicehockey.co.uk but I've been Ben and you all make sure you all have a lovely and safe weekend bye bye Sports Social Podcast Network Hello it is Ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com that's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.